This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome to another episode of The Drop Podcast. I know everyone, just like myself, were just very impressed with the way the Blues beat the best team in the league, the Lightning, on Thursday night. We knew going into this game against the Predators, the Blues would have to play a very similar style. Physical, but not just running around hitting anybody they could. And they also needed to get a lot of pucks on the net, just like they did against Vasilevsky. Now, it only led to one goal, but it could have very easily been 3 to nothing or 4 to nothing after that first period. Vasilevsky kept the Lightning in the game. And overall, I really couldn't think of anyone who had a bad game against the Lightning. I thought Steen looked pretty good. Bowmeister looked good. In fact, Jay Bowmeister's looked very good since I think he's become healthy. You know, for the longest time, especially under Mike Yo, Yo would say that he, he was healthy. There's nothing wrong with him. He's playing fine. And then towards the end of Yo's tenure, he would say, well, you know, I think he's going to improve. And then finally you come to find out the guy still hasn't fully recovered. I don't think they should have brought him back till this year. And I think he would have been much better to start the season off as opposed to starting off so bad and being so solid lately. He has been one of the top 3D men on this team like he's paid to be. He's cut down on his mistakes and his stride when he's skating looks so much better. I've brought it up to you guys before earlier in the season when the Blues were saying he wasn't still injured. And a lot of you got back to me saying, you know, you're right, Lance. I watched some highlights of him and the way he skates, especially when he's trying to come out of the end or when he's trying to skate away from someone or even when he's going around the net, he kind of looks like a wounded horse, and he did. For a guy his size with those long legs and that type of injury, it's going to take him a little bit to get back to where he needs to be. And I think we can all officially say Jay Bowmeister is back to where he was two, three years ago. A lot of people may disagree with me, and a lot of you know I wasn't the biggest Jay Bowmeister fan over this year and even last year before he got hurt. He had started to slow down. He looks really, really good. And I'm going to give the guy a credit. He deserves it. He has been one of the Blues' bright spots on defense since he's gotten healthy. And the Blues are going to need him to continue that effort to be successful in this big playoff push that they are putting on right now. They are just playing so great. They won four in a row going into this game. Can they make it five in a row? Well, another D-man that I thought played great in the Lightning game was the youngster Vince Dunn, and he would get the first Blues goal of this game to put the Blues up one to nothing in the first period. Now Robert Thomas drops it. A shot by Dunn. Rebound. He scores! Vince Dunn! Offense from the defenseman, and Vince Dunn continues to rise on the offensive side of it after a good pull-up play by Robert Thomas. Shot, rebound, no one finds number 29. And what a toe drag that is by Dunn to pull it in and jam it home. Huge confident entrance into the zone by Robert Thomas. Skates it in, gives it back to Dunn. Dunn takes the initial shot, doesn't give up on it. He heads to the net, gets the puck, puts it past Pecorine, and the Blues are up one to nothing. Vince Dunn gets a seventh. Robert Thomas 
who was the key to the play, gets his 10th assist, and Sunquist gets his 8th assist. Four minutes, 37 seconds in, the Blues are up one to nothing. The Predators would have a few opportunities after that, but Jordan Bennington stood tall and kept the Blues one to nothing lead. But late in the period, Vladimir Tarasenko would make it two to nothing on just a beautiful Tarasenko-type goal, which I think a lot of you know what I mean. And now O'Reilly, he's great on the backhand in front for Shen. And then Tarasenko shoves, he scores! What a pass and what a goal! Strong effort here by Tarasenko. We showed the battle between he and Subban, and then as they were lining up for the faceoff, more words exchanged, but it is Tarasenko that makes the Predators pay. He's all alone in front of the net. Good faceoff win there by O'Reilly. Pareko punches it down low. Tarasenko starts it behind the goal line, and then he's going to get himself into a soft area of the ice, moving to his right. What a pass by Shen. Holy jumping. O'Reilly comes from behind the net, gets the puck knocked away from him. It goes to Shen. Shin sees Tarasenko open, and I would hate to be a goaltender with Tarasenko about 8 to 10 feet in front of me with a puck. You don't know where he's going to go. Is he going to go glove side? Is he going to go five hole? Is he going to go stick side? Well, this time I think Pecorine thought he was going to go glove side, but he didn't. He went stick side and put the Blues up two to nothing. Just another beautiful goal by Tarasenko. Over these last couple weeks, Tarasenko has just looked spot on. I've honestly not seen him look this good in probably a year to two years. He's confident. He's flying around the ice. He's pushing through checks. He just looks like a guy that is starting to love to play the game again. I don't think earlier in the season, with all the frustration he had, he was loving the game as much, but you can see it in his eyes. He's feisty on the bench. When other guys are giving him a hard time, he's feisty on the ice. That goal would be Tarasenko's 19th, and Shin with just that beautiful pass gets his 23rd assist. 18 minutes, 45 seconds in, the Blues are up two to nothing. The Predators had several good opportunities in the first period. Jordan Bennington made three or four really good saves, and these are just a couple examples of the saves that he made. Now Roman Josie, speaking of defense, backhander on goal, and a save by Bennington. And a real tough first shot there for Jordan Bennington. His pass back, and kept alive by Subban to the net. And a backhander, and a save by Bennington, and he mops up the rebound. Irwin does a good job on for Fiala. At the line, to the net, Bennington got over, made the save on Smith. He juggles it. So Jordan Bennington has another solid period. He looked pretty good in net, wasn't moving around a lot, was very confident. He made the saves that he needed to make. Shots on goal were tied at 12 apiece, but the Blues most definitely had the better opportunities out of the two teams. Going into the second period, one thing the Blues don't want to do is give up an early goal like they've had a tendency to do off and on throughout the year. They'll give up a goal a minute in or they'll give up a goal late in a period and they didn't do that in this period. The defense was very strong in this first period for the Blues and that really helped out Jordan Bennington. We know we're going to get a push from the Predators. The Predators are one of the top teams in the league and they're not just going to go away because the Blues are up two to nothing. Their power play's been just dismal this year. Very similar to what the Blues' power play was last year. I believe they're somewhere around 13%, which is just terrible. I think that's either the worst or the second worst in the league. But regardless, they would get a power play opportunity, and they would get back in this game on a power play goal by Matthias Ekholm 
just a little over seven minutes into this period. Lose two for two against the Tampa power play in their last win. Now barreling in. Eckholm! They score! Matias Eckholm off the glove of Bennington. And the Predators cut the lead in half with a power play goal. Caught him by surprise here. What a big goal and good awareness by Eckholm here. And he just clips Bennington. Doesn't get a clean look or a clean sh uh, shot at this puck. Off the glove. Kind of faded away there. Turned his shoulder. Wasn't quite square. And Eckholm caught Bennington by a surprise. Yeah, Bennington was definitely out of position on that one. Did not take the proper angle. I think he was really shocked that Eckholm shot the puck. Should have had it in his glove. That goal is on Jordan Bennington. I'm not being hard on him. He just needs to make that save. And that's what happens when you have young goaltenders. You're going to see some great things from him, which we have seen some great things from him. But you're also going to see some things that show you that he is a young goaltender. I've seen similar things with every Blues goalie I have seen come up as a youngster. It happens. And it's going to happen. I mean, there's going to be times where he's going to give up a bad goal. There's going to be times where he may have a bad game. And I don't want people to be too hard on him. But I want to bring it out that, hey, this guy's still making mistakes. He's young. He's going to make mistakes. But he's going to learn from that mistake. And I know Jordan Bennington did not like giving up that goal. And is probably pretty hard on himself for it. That goal by Eckholm is his seventh of the year. Smith gets his 12th assist. Subban gets his 15th assist power play goal. Seven minutes, 28 seconds in. The Blues did not fall apart after this. They continued to work hard, which has been the key difference in their recent play, including the four-game winning streak going into this. If they have been down or had a bad spot, they didn't put their heads down. They didn't let the other team dominate and get back in the game. It's so nice to see them not do that. A youngster that I think has just been working hard every single shift he's on. Mackenzie McEachern gets his second goal due to his hard work, 10 minutes, 58 seconds in, and he gives the Blues that much-needed two-goal lead again. Arvidsson plays one in front of his own goal. Robert Thomas there, and a save. Rebound. They score! McEachern, the rookie, makes it 3-1. to one. Go to the front of the net and stop, and good things happen. But it would not happen if not for this great defensive play The Blues get in there on the forecheck. Robert Thomas fires it at the net. Barbashev's there. And undetected is Mackenzie McEachern, the Troy, Michigan native. And he pounces in, similar to the first goal he scored in Los Angeles against Jonathan Quick. So his second NHL goal, first at Enterprise Center. I'm going to give a ton of credit for this goal to Pareko. He was one-on-one -on -one with Johansson. Johansson looked like he was going to go in and get a good opportunity. Pareko gets a puck away from him. They come down the other way. McEachern ends up getting a rebound and puts it past Pekka Rene. Hard work by Pareko and hard work in the offensive zone by McKenzie McEachern. That goal would be his second of the year, as I stated. Barbashev gets his ninth assist. Thomas gets his 11th assist. 10 minutes, 58 seconds into the second. The Blues are up 3-1 to one again. The Blues really dominated the shots on goal in that period, 18-7. to seven. The Predators didn't have a ton of good looks. There were a couple times, though, when Jordan Bennington went down way too early. He's lucky one of them wasn't a goal. This game could have been totally different going into the third. But as it is, the Blues are up 3-1. to one. Going into the third, 
the Blues really need to continue to do what they've done in the first two periods. They need to not allow good opportunities against Jordan Bennington. They need to have strong D in front of him. As I've said, for the most part in this game, they have done that. The Predators would end up pulling Pecorine late in the game, and Ryan Johansson would make this a very nervous game for a lot of Blues fans by getting his 11th goal of the year with just 1 minute and 15 seconds left in the game. Yossi to Forsberg. Well, shot, knocked down, rebound, they score! Johansson! He got the bounce, it went right to him, and he's able to cut the lead in half with still a minute 15 left. Great job by the Preds. They've done a great job of getting in the zone and getting these pucks to the net, controlling it with the goalie pulled here. And an excellent job. Joe Hansen just takes it, spin shoots. Brian Boyle, Victor Robertson, both of them right in front of Bennington. Joe Hansen knows that. He's just getting that puck to the net, finds its way through. Bennington looked like he may have been screened a little bit on that Joe Hansen goal. I'm sure that's one of those he would love to have back. That goal by Joe Hansen would be his 11th of the year. Forsberg gets his 16th assist. Yossi gets his 33rd assist. 18 minutes, 45 seconds in. It's 3-2. That would be the final score in the Blues when they're fifth in a row. Let's head to the stats of the game. Shots on goal, 33-31 to 31 in favor of the Blues. Faceoffs dead even at 50% each. The Predators were 1-for-1 one one on the power play. The Blues were 0-for-3. The Predators outhit the Blues 26-17. to 17, And the Blues had more blocks than the Predators at 13-10. to 10. Let's go ahead and head to the post-game interviews. We're going to hear from Pat Maroon who had a big game. His physical dominance really showed up in this game early and throughout the game. Tarasenko, who just had another great game and a goal. And Mackenzie McEachern, who gets his second goal of the year. Then we're going to hear, of course, from Coach Craig Berube on this big win for the Blues. I obviously didn't engage that one. McLeod uh, came up to me, so... Well, hopefully you got the boys going and the fans into it. So, were you, so going into it, I mean, were you kind of expecting something... You just no, said, not really. No. To be honest with you, I was just going to go out there and hopefully play my game. But uh, he asked me to go right away. So uh, obviously we all know I fight and like to do it. So it was a good tilly, long tilly. Um, it was very long. I was kind of gassed after. <laughs> but yeah, it was good. He's a really good fighter and respected, well-respected around the league. And it was a good job on both ends. Have you scrapped with him before? Or? Yeah, that's probably my fourth or fifth one, I think, probably. So... We've always had, uh, we always found ourselves uh, getting in one somewhere. How is, how is this team different right now than maybe the one of a month or six weeks ago? Well, I just think we're just building as a team and around the room, it's chemistry is unbelievable and you can see it on the ice and the, bo the boys are just playing the right way and uh, every line is chipping in at the right time. I think in the beginning of the year, you're kind of getting one line at a time, one, but I think all four lines are rolling, and you can see why. And our defense is playing great, and we're getting saves, timely saves at the right time. And um, and we're scoring, and we're going in the net, and we're doing the little things that make this team a good hockey team. And uh, you can see the results, and it's turned into a little fun streak here. You guys looks like you're just much stronger. The team is much stronger on the puck now, whether it's keeping it in the offensive zone or getting it quickly out of the defensive zone. Yeah, I think so. I think. You know, a big thing with us is we talked about good sticks, you know, hunting pucks and having good sticks and taking away pucks and 
second and third efforts is huge, and I think we have that. You know, instead of one and dones in the offensive zone, we're on the puck, we're hounding the puck, and uh, second and third efforts are there, and we keep hounding them, we keep hounding them, and the D just get it through, and we find ways to get to the net, and good things happen when you go to the net. And you can see that even in the D zone, we're closing fast and we're playing predictable hockey right now. Everyone's in the right position. Everyone's doing the little things to make them a better hockey player, and uh, good defense leads into good offense, and you can tell. Is that a good feeling for you? It looked like a number of times they were trying to knock you off pucks and they couldn't do it, and uh, you just keep building confidence in that regard. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel good with my game. Obviously, points will come, goals will come. I know that. It's It's been a down year for some guys in this locker room, but the good thing is we have good leaders in here that pick, you, pick yourself up, and, you know, for me, I just got to stick with it, and hopefully I can help my team. And for me, if I can do that, wear those D down, grind them down low, uh, make it hard for them, and make our other line go out there and when they're gassed and put it back in for them. And, you know, I feel like I'm doing my job. So I just got to continue that, uh, hounding pucks, taking pucks in that. And it will come in. I believe in myself. So uh, just got to stick with it. And we got to keep this thing going. It's not over yet. So. You can see in the standings where everyone's at and everyone's climbing. So we just got to find ways to keep doing the little things to make this team successful. As a group, I mean, uh, it was a really important game for us. We don't play at home for a long, long time. And, uh, you know, especially against Nashville, it's a, it's a big test for us, big test tomorrow. And uh, like I said before, you know, you don't grow confidence in one day, it's just, uh, you know, little steps. And we're really proud how we work today. Uh, like I always say, we work for each other and, you know, this gives us a good result. But. Tomorrow will be a tough one, so we need to, you know, it's a quick turnaround. We need to be ready tomorrow at Nashville. Is that what you guys are doing as, as a line, you three? You guys seem to all be working for each other when you're getting pucks in deep. You're able to retrieve them and you're able to go to work there. Kind of an example of how Schenner was able to get it. And yeah, we try to create some offense, you know, sometimes uh, from a rush, but sometimes from just a uh, simple place. And, you know, it gives us some success, so we try to do it more. And, uh, you know, Braden and Ryan, good players, and we know we've... We put a puck deep, we have a chance to get it back. So that's what we try to do, especially in the games like this. How nice was that pass from Shen? It's nice, yeah. <laughs> nice when you get it flat and this close to the net, you know, and you by yourself. It's a great play by Shenner. Did you, at that last sequence, did you get grabbed by the Tennessee player when you were trying, Nashville player, when you were trying to get that, that, that empty netter? No, I just poke it by. I don't know. Uh, you can talk about refs, but I, I just poke it by first and uh, try to get for a breakaway against empty net, but I don't know, you know. You can comment this thing, so uh, let guys you do this, and uh, we're just happy for a win. Did you also block or take a shot there in the look like in the face or in the head there? At the uh, no, not in the face, not in the head, but okay. yeah. So upper body. Kind of middle body. But, <laughs> yeah. If defensively, how much are you? Are you think how much are you thinking on? Seem like you're doing more on the defensive end. I, I I don't know. I I don't like talking about my own game. You know, mm -hmm. it's. Uh, Better guys who look hockey, you can uh, tell this. But you know, it's important time of the year for us. It's time to, you know, step up for all the leaders and everybody else in this locker room. You know, and uh, just need to get in the playoffs. So that's what we're playing for. The team as a whole, the defensive job you guys are doing, it just seems like keeping chances down for the other team. You're keeping the puck in in the offensive zone a lot more. It just seems like all around. The puck control is much better now. Yeah, we just try to like control the game as much as we can, and you know, you control the game when you have a puck, and when you don't, you know, feed other team with the turnovers, which uh, a lot of team have skilled players who use those, and uh, we just try to. Maybe it looks a little bit simple, but it gives us results, like positive results. So we will try to play the same way tomorrow and get another win. Let us, when Pat 
throws the gloves down too there? Does that inspire you, give you guys some ins inspiration there I mean, too? Always when somebody throws the gloves, it's nice, but you know, it's a tough fight. And you know, of course, Petty, Petty hit us up. It's a great job by him. Do you consider these guys your top rivals in the division or? I mean, uh, I don't think there is any, like I think every team now is rivals for us, you know, in the spot where we are. And, you know, we try to play for, you know, for a season and uh, just, I don't think it's going to be a success if you split the teams to the rivals or not the rivals. You know, you just prepare for every game like the last game of the year and try to win. I feel like you can make a nice little career for yourself if you continue to drive the net like that, be able to pick up those loose pucks like you did today. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if I stay with it, I think I could uh, keep building off it and kind of get a little niche right there in the fourth line. So hopefully I can keep building and keep growing. Does it feel good to chip in like you guys did? It seemed like you guys had an impact as a line on the game today. Yeah, definitely. Uh, me and Barbie and Tomer were talking the past. I think we've been together for four games now. I think we've had a handful of chances the past couple games. So it felt nice to put one in there right there. Was that important too? I mean, they had just gotten the one to make it two to one. They can get some momentum and you, you come back real quick. You guys have done that now a couple of times in the last couple of games when it seems like maybe the other team's going to try to grab momentum. Yeah, I think that's huge. Uh, the guys seem to have some confidence when when the, the opposing team scores. I think we kind of fires us, up, fires us up a bit and we kind of go out there and respond, which is huge. Did you get the, your first game winner, your thoughts on that, and did you get a puck anywhere? Or? Uh, I did not get a puck, but it, it was definitely a pretty cool moment. Uh, obviously, in the, the tight race that we're in, it's, it's cool to contribute, so I'm just going to keep my head down and keep going forward. Did your, was your dad here for this, or did he go back to work? No, he's in uh, Florida. He went back, yeah. What did you see on that after Thomas makes the makes the steal and puts it back, and what happens from there? Uh, yeah, he made a nice play through to the net, and Barbie kept whacking away at it. Unfortunately enough, it just kind of squirted free as I was coming to the net and just kind of banged it home. felt good. Mackenzie, it's been a small sample size for you, but uh, do you feel like there's momentum building in this locker room now? Do you get that sense with the group now? Yeah, I mean, I've only been here for a short time, but the time I've been here, it's been awesome. The guys, the guys have a lot of confidence right now, and it's just we're going to keep working at little things so we can uh, – dial in going forward. It's going to be a tight race to the end, so we just got to win every, win every game we can. Hesitant to go to the net, even though they're defensive? Yeah, well, they're involved in the rush. We want them up. You know, we want a four-man attack all night, and they're up there, and if they're if they're in the middle of the ice, they're driving the net and getting there, and you know, we got rewarded tonight, a couple goals, so you got to work. You want to work. You want to score goals against a lot of these goaltenders. You got to work and, and get dirty. Feel like your guys did a good job of staying in the moment uh, today. You talked to him yesterday. Yeah, it was concerning energy-wise coming off the road trip. Um, you know, first home game, but Nashville, knowing that team, knowing uh, you know, we know that team very well, and uh, it's not too hard to get up for Nashville. You know, they're a great team. Um, you know, anytime you play Nashville, you gotta you gotta be ready. Obviously, they're uh, they're going to come at you hard, and be a, it's a physical game. So our guys did a good job. Come back and prepared, and um, I thought that the energy was good, and I thought that they were on their toes from the get go. What kind of, what kind of game then do you expect tomorrow, coming off a game like this? Hopefully, the same. <laughs> same result anyway, right? Huh? Same result anyway, right? Well, that'd be nice. Uh, any updates on Perron or Gunnarsson? Uh, both are out tomorrow, um, and both won't be making the trip. If you had to pick one thing, though, that's really been the tipping point for all these recent wins, what would that one thing be? Uh, there's not one thing. It's too many things. 
it's you know it's it's about playing the game. Uh, I think our teams really come together as a unit, and that's that's huge. But goaltending, uh, guys playing well together, scoring goals, being a real good five-on-five team. There's a lot of uh, things that have to go into it. Yeah, it's not just. It's hard to pick one thing. That's still up in the air. Like it, it really is. I don't know. Um, it's going to be day to day right now. But he will not uh, make the trip tomorrow or tonight. I mean to uh, Nashville. So. And you call up Butler. You yeah. Know what you expect from him, right? Yeah. You know, Butts. Uh, you know, I've coached Butts, and um, we like him, and uh, we know we, he's a predictable player. He's a good, good defender, and does a good job for us. So. He's uh, going to be available if we need him. Picture question: The first thing you said when you took the podium when you took over, you said, "Hey, we got to get the comments." They obviously have it. You know, it wasn't going to happen overnight. Did you have an idea of how long it would take and what you would need to do to, to reinstill that confidence? Well, I don't know. I don't know how long it would take. Uh, obviously, when you're winning, it's uh, going to create confidence for sure. But um, I said, you know, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, that uh, before Christmas, that road trip out west, I thought that it was really coming. Or we weren't winning as much, enough at the time, but I thought it was coming. I thought our game was coming and the way we wanted to play. And um, I thought the confidence was really starting to come then. Yeah. Did you have to win before you could be confident, or did you have to be confident before you could win? Uh, is that a trick question? Because I don't know. Well, it is complicated, but I think you can be confident. Uh, you know, I thought that we were playing some real good hockey and not getting wins that we deserved, maybe, and that's the way it goes too. But guys, you know, guys can sense that, and guys, you know, liked the way we were playing, liked, uh, you know, what we were trying to do, and I think that created confidence. Does Jake play tomorrow? I don't know yet. I'll think about it on the flight. How long is the flight? About an hour. Yeah, so I got an hour to think about it. Just talk about how Jordan Benton's been. I mean, 29 saves. He just has continued to be consistent for you guys between the pipes. It looks like the guys are just really confident in front of him. Yeah, he's played great. Like, you know, every night he gives us a chance to win. I've said that a number of times, but that is the truth. And, um, you know, he's aggressive in challenges, and he's – He's standing tall. You know, he had to make some key saves tonight in the game, just like every game. And that's, you know, anytime, whoever you play in the league, got to make some big saves at big times. And that's what he's doing. Some real quick takeaways from this game. Pat Maroon was right. He came out from the beginning and played physical. I don't expect Pat Maroon to score 20 goals a year. I don't. At his contract value they're paying him right now, he's worth that, giving what he's giving. But I'd like to see a little bit more scoring from him. Not a lot, just a little bit more. And being physical is not about out-hitting people. Being physical is pushing through checks. Being physical is not letting guys push through your check. Being physical is mucking it up in the corner. Being physical is mucking up in front of the net. Being physical is pushing guys off the puck. You don't have to hit somebody and kill somebody to make a physical play. And that's what the Blues have been doing. They're taking guys off the puck. They're really playing hard in the corners. And they're doing their best to keep guys out of the front of the net. And that is what they have to do. Whether Bennington's in goal or whether Jake Allen's in goal. That is a huge key to success. Tarasenko's comments during his interview that he 
doesn't like to talk about his play. I love that about him. He'll talk about a little bit, but you can tell he's uncomfortable. He wants to talk about how the team played. He wants to talk about that great pass from Shin. He wants to talk about the hard work by O'Reilly. I love this guy. He is not about himself. He has always been about the team. And then McEachern, it's a nice positive attitude to see from that guy. He's a team player. He's happy with playing just a few minutes a game on that fourth line. He's contributing. And even if he hadn't been scoring goals, he works hard every time he's out there and does something positive. That's what you want from everybody on your team. Bennington had another good game. I think there was a few mistakes that he made that he'd like to not make in the future. That puck going off his glove, he was out of position, didn't have the right angle, wasn't expecting the shot. And in the NHL, you got to expect that shot at any time from anyone. Going down a few times too early in the second period almost cost the Blues a goal, but he's going to learn from that. What kind of game are we going to get tomorrow against the Predators? I'm hoping that we get a very similar game from the Blues against the Predators tomorrow. They're going to have to be strong on D in front of Jake Allen. They're going to have to make sure they cut down on opportunities, not allow a ton of shots. I'm hoping we see another good game from Tarasenko because he's in a zone right now. Hell, he may get a hat trick in the next few games. That's how hot he's been. I would love to see him do that. He's putting the effort into it, and he's going to be rewarded one of these nights with a multi-goal game. Can we see a big game from Jake Allen? I'm hoping we do, because regardless of what a lot of people think when they want to see Bennington every game, the Blues need both of these goalies to play well, because Bennington cannot play every game for the rest of the season. It ain't going to happen. Is he most likely going to play most games? Yeah, that is unless he starts playing bad. But we need both goalies to be playing well going into this playoff push. And if we get into the playoffs, which right now we are in the seventh spot. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Make sure to check out bluesrains.com for all of their articles on the blues. Also, make sure to join me for the next blues podcast when I recap the blues game against the Predators tomorrow. But until then, stay healthy. Work hard at anything you do because you're going to get good results. And of course, let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email the Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.